Welcome to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. Are you trying to master the game of life without success? There are secrets and strategies to living your best life. We'll share some of them with you on today's show. Take advantage of this series to become an expert at relationships. All relationships. It's time to live the life that you deserve to live. Now, here's your host, Sandra Reich. Hello there. Welcome to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich, a show that helps you live your best life and reach for the stars. Don't forget, before we get into it, if you want to call into the show, the number is one 866 Sorry, that was one 472 5792 Today we actually have some prizes for if anyone wants to call in. We have, um, let's see here, I've got a pass to Spa Eastman in Montreal. If you're listening in Montreal, um, for two for one for the day. And I also have a certificate from the lovely Spa Maneri. So um, feel free to join us and call in. Now, normally on Thursdays on Straight Talk, we do stream our show. Uh, but as you know, uh, once a month, it's Therapy Thursday. Now, on Therapy Thursdays, due to the raw nature of the show, and this one's going to be quite a raw show um we don't stream but we will do a post show debrief and which you can find along with the show later today on facebook page our facebook page which is straight talk sandra reach before i get into it i have to start by sharing with you that i have been traveling a lot as of late in the last two weeks i've been to edmonton calgary winnipeg and vancouver alone speaking to nurses and professional caregivers about treating anxiety and depression as well as the dangers of caretaking, compassion fatigue, secondary trauma, and more. Why do I mention this to you? I was blown away and deeply touched by the audiences I met, and I want to give a shout-out to the nurses and the caregivers across Canada and the States. These incredible people work so hard every day to make all of our lives better. Imagine if you needed help, if you were in the hospital. We need to really, really take it in. The caregivers of the world give and give and give, and, you know, in talking to them, it was, you know, I, I really felt that they feel sometimes it's quite a thankless job. And I think that my having the radio show allows me to speak to people. And I think we need to change it and let our caregivers around the world, be it someone in your house, be it at the hospital, be it the doctor's office. We need to say thank you and show appreciation. And I want to start by saying thank you so much. Uh, for the incredible reception I got from the courageous people across Canada. I'm going off to Saskatoon and Regina in two weeks from now to continue on. And I'm finally going to see my own country. I've been all over the world. And I have to say, Canada is a vast and wonderful country. And um, for the Canadians listening, we're very lucky to be Canadians, although we know it's great to be in the States too um, and across the world. Uh, we have many listeners with Straight Talk, but it's just interesting to see your own country. So I'm diverting a bit, but I just couldn't start the show without thanking everyone who participated in these workshops from the bottom of my heart. It meant the world to me. Now, today's show is on a very, very serious and interesting topic, the dance between victims and perpetrators and how the dance can easily reverse. Victims become perpetrators. Perpetrators become victims. Very dangerous and very worthy of serious consideration. Think about that for a moment. Victims think that there's perpetrators in the world. Can you imagine that a victim, if you're a victim, that you too could become a perpetrator and it happens all the time. My guest 
today, first of all, very courageously is going to tell a story where something happened to him where I asked him to come on the show where he's been victimized in his life, in his childhood by bullying. And he found himself in a situation uh, recently where he became the bully. And we had a fascinating talk about it. And as always, he's so courageous and is willing to come talk on the show about this. Um, I want to definitely mention on the topic of bullying, many of you listening um, probably have also shared with my guest, Robert, and myself um, bullying in your past. I, I have to say for myself, I went into grade seven at the ripe age of 10 years old, which unfortunately made me an easy target for almost daily beatings ups. Um, I don't know how you even say that, but bullying basically on a daily basis. Um, it has a profound effect on your life, and it's certainly something I never forgot. And my guest today, Robert, has also had some really rough bullying moments in his life, and it's really impacted him. I want to f- welcome Robert back to Therapy Thursdays and thank him so much for being here. Welcome back, Robert. Thank you, Sandra. Uh, Robert, this is a topic that means a lot to you. Is that right? Oh, yes, for sure. Okay, so um, before we get into your experiences being bullied, and I do want to get into that, I want to chat a little bit about the dance between a victim and a perpetrator. Now, we've talked about this before, so I think you're familiar with it, but every victim needs a perpetrator. Uh, how do you understand that, Rob, having, having had these conversations? Well, I understand that as, you know, in my, in my life, um, when you have the role of a victim and it becomes a comfortable role, you start to make people around you perpetrators so you could stay a victim. So a per- every victim, as I, I heard from you, every victim needs a perpetrator. So if you want to stay a victim, you need a perpetrator. Well said. My God, you've learned this well. I did. Thank you, you really did. So Rob's rights is that it's a little bit of a shocking statement. And I think we have to take a moment and take that in that every victim, that's something I say often needs a perpetrator. So that means now we have to clarify that we're not talking about children here. Okay. We are talking about adults. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if I'm a victim personality type and I've been victimized in my life, mm-hmm. what you were saying and you were quoting back some of the things that we've talked about is that I need to attract into my life somebody who perpetrates me in order to keep saying I'm a victim right okay so when you first heard about this from me we used to talk about this a lot Mm -hmm. how did it sound to you because a lot of people listening are probably like wow I mean it it actually at first didn't make sense to me because I'm thinking I don't want to be a victim that doesn't make sense I don't want people to be my perpetrators but what I did notice is I would tend to I don't want to know if the word villainize is the right word, but I would villainize people in my life, which would conveniently help me feel sorry for myself, justify things I've done, and help me become a help me remain in a victim position. And I think I was so used to being the victim that it was comfortable for me, and people around me started becoming perpetrators when I needed them to be. That's so honest. That's so honest and true. And there's no question that. Um, so you talked about a little bit about one of the payoffs of being a victim is you got to feel sorry for yourself. Yes. So Sandra, my question to you would be, you know, do people tend who've been bullied tend to in their out like as a child in their 
life and they get older, do they tend to want to stay as a victim? Well, that's such a brilliant question. So the truth is being bullied or anything bad happening to you in your childhood, if you don't work through it, Mm -hmm. I tend to say things like you have to be a victim not to be a victim. Mm -hmm. So people get very confused when I say that. So let me clarify. If you've been victimized like you were as a child Mm -hmm. and like I was Mm -hmm. as a child, if you don't work through that, which what we're going to do today, thanks to you being so uh, courageous, is if you don't work through it, you're going to keep calling it into your life over and over again because we just repeat our circumstances over and over again. So we have to actually go through the emotions of what it felt like to be victimized so that we don't keep playing it out over and over and over again. Otherwise, yes, we know, you know what it feels like to be a victim, mm-hmm. right? Yes, I do. And I know what it feels like to be yeah. a victim. So that's, that could be my normal. Yes. It could become my point. normal. Yeah, it could become my normal. Crazy, yeah. So on that note, so, such a great question, but let's take a moment and find out what did happen to you in your childhood where you referred to that you were victimized. Tell me about that. Well, you know, you know, um, I was never like the athletic type or so I wouldn't get picked to be on sports teams. And I was like very shy and very insecure. So people, you know, pick up on those type of uh, attributes. They, they pick do. up on the fact that you don't feel good about yourself, that you have a face full of pimples, you have buck teeth, and you're insecure and you're not, you know, what would we call like the norm, like you're not great in sports and you're not on a, on um, the basketball team. So it's kind of like you're singled out and people do, there are bullies out there, that's a fact, and they do like to prey on the weak. So, um, yeah, I was like, you know, then I had to like sit. I remember like, I like just during lunchtime, like not having anyone to sit with. It was not, it was not fun. And, was yeah. there a particular experience that happened where you felt you were bullied per se? Yes, there was. And it was actually, surprisingly enough, one of my really big bullying incidences happened um, in my 20s, like with that one very significant bullying incident in which I felt um, very bullied by a person I trusted, which is always like the worst, I think, when you're bullied by strangers, it's one thing, but when you're bullied by someone who you feel you could trust is another. And this particular person, um, you know, had me go in the car with them when they're with their, their sibling and they, um, they, they were tormenting me, Sandra, basically. They were tormenting you by saying mean things to you? Yes, very, and very derogatory things to me. Okay, so this is going to be very relevant when we come back from the break because it's actually those one of those people in the car that you later faced yes. where you perhaps became a bully, which is our twister of today's show, isn't it? Yes. Okay, <laughs> so we'll be right back with Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Change your life forever with the latest cutting-edge products for home study treatment for anxiety, featuring the clinical director of the Montreal Center for Anxiety and Depression and host of Straight Talk, Sandra Reich. Sandra is joined by top therapist Georgia Dow in this revolutionary anxiety videos therapy series. Thousands of people have benefited from this scientifically proven treatment approach. Isn't it time you chose yourself? Visit anxiety-videos.com right now. That's anxiety-videos.com and change your life forever. 
Join the therapist who is affectionately known as the couple whisperer, Sandra Reich, on her famous couple retreats and change your life forever. Sandra offers couple retreats in beautiful locations several times a year that can radically change your love life. Couples describe her retreats as life-changing. Regain that loving feeling. Bring your intimacy to a new level and rediscover excitement and joy. Find out more at HelpForAnxietyDepression.com or call 514-796-4357. We all want love and safety. Now you can have it. Call 514-796-4357 or HelpForAnxietyDepression.com. Spa Munari is a full-service wellness day spa located at the heart of West Island, Quebec. Submerge yourself in beauty with one of our many treatments, specially catered to your needs. We offer facials, manicures, pedicures, hair removal, massages, body treatments, and so much more. Enjoy our ultimate relaxation experience with our spa packages. We offer a men's menu as well. Call us today to book your next appointment at 514-695-504. Or visit us on the web at spamunari.com. That's 514-695-5040 or spamunari.com. A fresh look at today's health. Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. To connect with the program today, please call 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to info at helpforanxietydepression.com. Now, back to Straight Talk. Here's Sandra Reich. We're back with the very controversial and interesting topic of victims and bullies. You know, we tend to feel that um, victims are, you know, we feel sorry for victims. We feel angry at bullies. And today's show is a little bit about how um, there's a dance that goes on between victims and bullies. And it's an interesting one. So we left off with Robert's story. We're going to put that on a little pause for a moment. um, And we're going to come back and find out what he did. Uh, or we're going to get to that in a moment, but I want to talk about two things first. First of all, as always, I want to remind our listeners, if you are in Montreal and you'd like to take some time for yourself, there is a wonderful place called Spa Maneri. It is here in the West Island of Montreal where you can go get a massage, a facial, all sorts of wonderful treatments. Rob's been there. Uh-huh. I've been there. It's a great place. As a matter of fact, we have an upcoming show. I think it's next week on self-care. And I want you to be aware of the fact that as a Straight Talk listener, if you call them at 514-695-5040, again, 514-695-5040, and you simply say, I'm a Straight Talk listener, you will get 15% off any of their services. So you don't want to miss out on that. Again, 514-695-5040. So, Rob, where we were at is you were actually said something really important, and it's very relevant. The story you're telling, you're in your 20s. Mm-hmm. And I think it's relevant here is who does the perpetrator seek to victimize? Is it possible there's an unconscious agreement between them? And I'm going to suggest to you, yes. I said to you before, you need to be a victim to not be a victim. Mm-hmm. And what I meant by that is you have to acknowledge the things that have hurt. Like when you were a child, you talk about the weak and the powerless. Children don't have power yet. So children can be easily victimized. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. it's one of the things that breaks my heart the most in society. Mm-hmm. 
So if a child is victimized, you brought up the point that they can start to identify with that role. They've even studied that as when you're an adult and you're walking down the street at night, criminals will choose someone who looks, you know, feeble mm-hmm. and who's looking down and doesn't look like they can assert themselves. So I submit the possibility that not only is it possible that if you have identified with the role of the victim that you will stay in that role, but that actually there's a weird unconscious dance between the perpetrator and the victim. Mm-hmm. Um, So actually, that would mean that possibly if I or you fall into the victim role, we might be inviting perpetrators into our life in order to reinforce my victimization. Oh, my goodness. I have to ask you then because I'm listening to you. I'm getting a little bit nervous. Can you get out of the victim role? Oh, yeah. You can get out of the victim role. Okay. But... Do you see the element, and we want to make sure it's clear, of how if you stay in the role, Mm -hmm. you must invite a perpetrator into your life? Absolutely. That makes total sense. Okay. So, children, okay, unwittingly can become victims, but perpetrators do choose their victims carefully. So, if you find yourself being victimized time and time again, you you might be unconsciously creating it. So, the first thing, such a good question on your part, the first thing you have to do is become conscious. Mm -hmm. Do you find yourself in the victim role? Often, So we're asking our listeners and I'm asking you mm-hmm. and you know, before this incident happened, we've had this talk and did you find yourself in the victim role a lot? Absolutely. Okay. Like even now I still find myself in the victim role a lot. And I also have found, this is maybe off a little bit off of me, but even when we did the retreat, I would find people like between the couples, I saw the dance between victim and perpetrator within the couple. Oh, yes, it's true. When we're at the couple retreat, Mm -hmm. when you're fighting in a couple, sometimes you want to make your partner into a perpetrator. But when you want to make your partner into a perpetrator, what are you? You're a victim. Right. So what we teach, what I teach at the couple retreats is you have to get into, it has to become a team sport. Mm. So yes, you, I, I guess you saw the couple start to switch that dance. I did. And it was very interesting because some people were, seemed very comfortable in the role of victim and very comfortable making their partner seem like they were the perpetrator, the villain. And I saw what I found very interesting is that, you know, now I'm, now it's true. Now I'm thinking about how you can get out of the role of victim is that I did see within the couples that they would get out of the role of the victim and that's when they start to have a healthy relationship with each other. Yeah. Now, are you going to be teaching that again when we go to Mexico? Yes, I definitely am. I think it's very important. That's why I'm so grateful to you coming on the show to talk about this. I think it's very important in couples Mm -hmm. as well as in individuals for us to be careful about falling into a victim Mm -hmm. role. Now, the antidote to victimization, by the way, is choice. Mm -hmm. Don't we all have choice as adults? We're not children. We have choice. Mm -hmm. So when you're in a relationship with someone, and that's why it's relevant to the couple retreats, is when you're in a relationship, and that's one of the reasons I do the retreats, because it takes time to learn that, Mm -hmm. is that you can't be victimized in your couple unless you're choosing to stay there or choosing to tolerate behavior that's not okay. Does that make sense? That makes sense. And I'm thinking like, I don't think anybody out there wants to be in a victim perpetrator romantic relationship. It's not that sexy. It doesn't sound very sexy to me. So the next retreat in Mexico this is what's going to be addressed as part of it's it. It's going to be part of it. We're going to get into attachment as well. Since okay. you're asking, we're going to get into the closeness, uh, how to get couples closer. You're mm-hmm. coming. Yes, I'm um, excited about that. It's going to be great. But I think that for people listening, it really, I mean, you know, hopefully you can join us at one of our retreats. But if not, it's really important to understand that as adults, we 
have choice. And yeah. so it is a den. So you asked before, is it possible to get out of the victim role? Absolutely. But you've got to take responsibility for your own role in mm -hmm. a dance of victim perpetrator. So if someone's exploiting me, Roberts, mm -hmm. okay, and I continue to allow them to exploit me, don't I have some responsibility? Yes, you do. Absolutely. So when you find yourself in situations where you feel victimized, I guess the first question we want to get out there for people to think about is what's your role in it? What's your role in it? That does make sense. Okay. Yeah. We always have a role. So we have to look at our stuff. Our like what we have. We have to basically look at. Okay. So I'm allowing this person to do this over and over again. Like, what am I? What part am I contributing to this? Yes. So either I'm not putting a boundary down, or I'm building a story, a case. Mm -hmm. This happens a lot. I'm building a case against the person. They may not even be doing anything to me, but I need to be a victim. So I need to build a story to fit with my drama. Can you give me an example? Um, so you know, if I decide that uh, you know you're a friend of mine, and I decide that I'm generally a victimy type, let's say, and so um, I don't know, we go out for dinner, and uh, you didn't ask me about my trip this week. And so I have to build a story, a narcissistic story that shows how inconsiderate mm. and selfish you are. And it proves without a shadow of a doubt that you don't care about me. Now, the problem with that story is even if maybe it would be nice if you asked me about my trip, mm -hmm. please do. Okay. <laughs> but there's a lot of reasons you might not have asked, but the victim is not interested in the reasons. Interesting. Do you see what I'm saying? Very interesting. Very, very interesting. Okay. So let me ask you a question yeah. is... You had the situation in your 20s where you're sitting in a car mm -hmm. and people said some very derogatory things to yeah, you, you so said. I, I, you know what, I feel like I feel like I know your straight talk listeners already. So the things that were said were basically um, ways that made me feel as though I was um, mentally incapacitated or like not mentally challenged. And they were like derogatory in terms of like, oh, are you sure you could... Um, are you sure you can do this? Are you sure you can go there? Are you sure that you know what you're doing? And the way they, they would talk down to me. So basically they made me feel like I was like a four-year-old, but I'm in my twenties. So I took offense. Of course. Now you harbored this story for a long time. You never forgot the story. Never. And it bothered you enormously yes. to the point that I know when you told me the story, you remember the name of your perpetrators oh, yeah. and you had a lot of anger and rage about it. Yes. Now as fate would have it. Yes. You ran into the person who yes. was mean to you in the car. Yeah. Robert, what did you do? So the funny part is, is it, was 10 years, I think maybe like eight or 10 years ago. So I was upset about it, but I, I didn't realize when I, until I saw, ran into the person that I saw red. Okay. Like I, really it was saw fresh. Like, so you, let's t t walk us through the scene. Where were you? So I was at a grocery store. Uh -huh. <laughs> um, I was at a grocery store and the person actually said hi to me. The person who bullied you the person who bullied said me. hello to you. Hello to me. And I, at first, I didn't associate right away that it was the person who bullied me because it's been so long and I haven't seen them since the incident. Um, and then when they said hi to me, I said hi back. And then I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. That is not okay. That is not okay. I figured out who it was. And me saying hi to them back was like, no, no, no. You don't get a hello back from me. So what happened inside of you? I saw red. Like literally like, my heart starts like, like pound. And I literally like, I just saw like, like bully, like, perpetrator 
alert, alert, alert. So when you went into alert, alert, is we could probably, since it's Therapy Thursday, yeah, we could probably say that you went fully into victim at that moment. Oh my goodness. Fully, I'm the victim and you are like the worst person evil. in the world. You're evil. And therefore you have it coming, whatever is going to happen whatever next. Whatever's going to happen next, you asked for it. Okay. Long so, time coming. So what'd you do? <laughs> Um, this is unbelievable. Oh my goodness. But that, keeping the show uh, G-rated family friendly, <laughs> um, I may have said some words that were not very nice and very appropriate, and I they were in the heat of the moment. They and were loud. Too. They were loud, and there were things that I've known about this person that I, I used against them. Um, like private things? Private things that I used in a very um, aggressive way to embarrass them, to make publicly. them publicly. This was in a public uh, grocery store. In a way that would make them feel as embarrassed and uncomfortable as they made me feel. And I was at the point, I, cu- I couldn't stop. I was like loving it. I was like, you uh, beep, beep, beep. Yeah. You've done this. You, you know, you're a beep, beep. It was like revenge. I loved it. You loved it in the I moment. I loved it in the moment. In the moment. Yes, I did. So while it was happening, when, you know, since the therapy Thursday again, mm-hmm. so you're, you now it's the tables are turned and you get to be the perpetrator and you get to victimize and yeah. humiliate them for yeah. the fact that they humiliated you. Yes. And I think you're very honest and real to admit that it felt liberating at the moment. At the moment, it felt like a million bucks and um, after, not so much. Okay, so... We're going to take a short break and come back. Don't go away because let's find out how Robert felt afterwards because we always discuss this. Is revenge sweet? And what about this? Think about this on the short break. Was it okay in your view? And I bet that a lot of people have different opinions. Was it okay? Did this person have it coming? One could argue, yes, this person was very mean to Robert and he suffered and thought about it for eight to ten years. Did he have a right to publicly humiliate that person? You could argue, yes, they were a bully. Why not? Or... Is it the answer? Is the answer to this question that Robert now had gone into the exact same role as the other person and do two wrongs make a right? I submit to you that the answer is we'll be right back with Straight Talk with Sandra Reach. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Change your life forever with the latest cutting-edge products for home study treatment for anxiety, featuring the clinical director of the Montreal Center for Anxiety and Depression and host of Straight Talk, Sandra Reich. Sandra is joined by top therapist Georgia Dow in this revolutionary anxiety videos therapy series. Thousands of people have benefited from this scientifically proven treatment approach. Isn't it time you chose yourself? Visit anxiety-videos.com right now. That's anxiety-videos.com and change your life forever. Spa Munari is a full-service wellness day spa located at the heart of West Island, Quebec. Submerge yourself in beauty with one of our many treatments, specially catered to your needs. We offer facials, manicures, pedicures, hair removal, massages, body treatments, and so much more. Enjoy our ultimate relaxation experience with our spa packages. We offer a men's menu as well. Call us today to book your next appointment at 514-695-5040 or visit us on the web at spamunari.com. That's 514-695-5040 or spamunari.com. 
Join the therapist who is affectionately known as the couple whisperer, Sandra Reich, on her famous couple retreats and change your life forever. Sandra offers couple retreats in beautiful locations several times a year that can radically change your love life. Couples describe her retreats as life-changing. Regain that loving feeling. Bring your intimacy to a new level and rediscover excitement and joy. Find out more at helpforanxietydepression.com or call 514-796-4357. We all want love and safety. Now you can have it. Call 514-796-4357 or helpforanxietydepression.com. Your life, your health, your network. This is Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. To connect with the program today, please call 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to info at helpforanxietydepression.com. Now, back to Straight Talk. Here's Sandra Reich. Interesting topic today, bullies and victims. If you're listening to the show, don't forget, if you want to call in, we got prizes. I know people sometimes are shy to call in, but if you are listening and you wouldn't mind a nice prize, we're always interested in having people join us in the conversation. So we left off and, you know, I want to review the scene here. So Robert in his early 20s is, and and many of you can relate to this, is bullied. Uh, He's in a car. Uh, some derogatory statements are made to him and he felt very humiliated and um, he's, he's sitting in the car. He's very uncomfortable, very upset. And he finds himself 10 years later in a grocery store and someone walks up to him and says, hello. And he realizes right after he says hello, that that person is the person who bullied him in the car. Now, before I go further, again, if you want to call in, I'll just review the number. It's one eight six six. Sorry, I can't seem to do that today. one 472 5792 I really have been traveling a lot. Anyway, so he's in he's in the grocery store. He realizes that the person um, talking to him was his bully, and he suddenly goes into a rage and starts to yell at the person and publicly humiliate the person, shouting at very private items about this person. Um, he's an adult, the person's an adult, and at first he feels great. I asked you guys to think about on the break, is this okay? And I know many of you might think and are listening saying, You know, darn sure, he has every right. He was bullied. She had it coming. So let's check in with Robert, and I will definitely be giving my opinion on this as your therapist here today um, on Therapy Thursday. How did you feel when you got to your car? You felt great telling her off at the store. How did you feel next? So I think the next emotion I felt was guilt. Okay, so I felt kind of guilty, like, you know, but I, like, I felt guilty. I'm like, oh my God, that maybe that wasn't the, the best way to handle it. So what you what I tried to do was I went into my story like to justify it, right? Because yes. I don't really want to feel bad about myself. And after all, I am the victim. So I justified it. Well, exactly what you were saying before the break, you know, the way she treated me, she deserved it. She had it coming. She could talk that way to me. Then I could talk that way to her. She could embarrass me. I could embarrass her. So I was justifying it. And I was doing that all day. Actually, I was telling people the story that were close to me. And I was saying it in such a way that it justified why I would act that way. 
So I would tell the story in a way that would be oh, like this is important. sympathetic towards me. Oh, that's very important because, okay, let me pause you on that because I love that you're admitting that. This is why I like you on Therapy Thursdays oh, is that you see so your, your, um, what do they call the legal terms? Your, you always watch the Judge Judy show. They're defending. You're, no, you're pulling your, you're trying to, um, Oh, I can't think of the word. I'm sorry, but you're trying to influence your listeners. Influence. Okay, you're trying to influence people for them to say you were right. Yeah, you should have done it. That's another mistake the victims do. So I, I want to pause you on is victims need to justify their behavior so they tell the story in a leading way. Mm-hmm. That's what they call it, leading the witness. Leading the witness. They they tell the story in a leading way so that for sure other people are going to you know, go, you're right. How could they do that? So you're telling me you went back to your people and you tell, told the story in a leading way that people would say you were a hundred percent. I get you. I hear you. I understand why you would have lost it. I would have lost it too. Of course. But that evening I was coming back from a conference I was doing and it was a really great conference. It went really well. I should be really, really happy. It was the same day this happened. And I'm in my car and I start to cry wow like seriously crying like i had to stop my car like i i I was crying and just sitting and crying what did you feel i felt oh my god i felt guilt shame dirty like i felt like like awful that i carried myself that way and then i also felt really sad that after all these years i still had that wound that allowed me, that obviously I didn't address that wound, that allowed me to, and permitted me to act in such a disrespectful manner to myself. Mm-hmm. I felt it was disrespectful to me to carry myself that way. And I did feel bad for the way I spoke to that girl. I did. Mm-hmm. I felt very guilty. And I didn't understand, you know, these emotions and, and all of it. So who do I turn to? Um, I see you the next, I see Sandra the next day. Um, and I said, and I was very, I was very embarrassed by the situation. I said, Sandra, something happened. And I'm very embarrassed by it, but I would like your input. And I went to Sandra because I do still believe that you will not, um, you will not be fooled or led by the way I tell the story. You want the facts, you want to hear the facts and you'll give it to me straight. Straight talk. Straight talk. I knew you would, which you did. So um, I remember you saying to me, like, Rob, like, first and foremost, that is not the way to handle that situation. And I asked you why and and why, Sandra? Okay, so, uh, you know, one of the things I am a big believer in, Rob, is the smoky room. And um, so smoky rooms, you go into a smoky room, you get cancer. Okay, so the bully lives in a smoky room. So your perpetrator lives in a, or lived in a, per, a smoky room. We don't really know what her story is now. When you yelled at her and told her off, I believe that you went into the smoky room. And you, he's nodding. You can't yes. see us. Yes. And you felt sick afterwards because smoky rooms make us sick. Mm-hmm. So for people who are listening are saying, well, he had every right, that may be true, okay, that in theory she was mean to you. So it's very tempting to go into the dirt yeah. But another Sandraism is if you go into the dirt, all that happens is you get dirty. Mm-hmm. And when you were crying in the car, it sounded to me very much like you felt dirty. It didn't feel clean. I felt very dirty, actually. And I felt very, um, I felt a double disrespect. I, again, I felt disrespectful to myself and I felt disrespectful to the person. And I knew that's not who I wanted to be. I knew that I don't, I knew that I have, I had switched the roles. I knew at that moment it hit me that, wow, 
like technically, yes, she was originally the one that bullied me, but now I am no better than her. And that didn't sit well with me. That's not the kind of person I want to be. That's wonderful. So for people listening, you can really, you're so, you know, so nice of you to come on and talk about this is revenge may not be as sweet as we think. It's short-lived at best. I actually think it actually left me, and, and to play with the revenge is sweet, I actually think it left me with a very sour taste in my mouth. Yeah. And, yeah. I, and I was very, um, you know, very sad at how I acted. And at the moment, what I found so fascinating, at the moment, I felt so justified. I felt so right. I felt so conv- entitled, entitled mm. that this is, you know deserved by this person and it was a long time coming and now it's my way of of getting what i felt was owed to me which is either an apology or revenge right i didn't get the apology so I went for the revenge. Right. And that's definitely not going to get the apology. So it isn't our human nature. Like since biblical times, we hear stories like this. I mean that, you know, an eye for an eye, uh, you know, it's two rights, just, you know, it, it, the end justifies the means. Uh, two rights do make a wrong or whatever. All these different things because there is a temptation. If you did me wrong, mm-hmm. it is our human nature. You hit me. We see it in children. You hit me. I hit you back. Yes. Okay. Part of why I do the show and the clinic and the couple retreats and any of this is for something called involvement. Mm-hmm. So what is involvement? We yes, our base nature says if you hit me, I hit you back. But our as humans, we have the capacity, and it's quite exciting. And it was exciting to see what happened to you next, which which is coming up. Um, we have the capacity to rise above our basic instincts. Mm-hmm. We don't have to hit back. We don't have to go into a smoking yeah. room. Think about this in worldwide proportions. Think about the Middle East. Think about all the fighting in the world. It starts like a situation mm-hmm. like this situation. Yes, you hit me, I'm going to hit you back. Okay. And where is it leading our world right now? I mean, think about it. Think about American politics. Think about what's yeah. going on in the world. So yes, it's understandable what you felt. It's understandable the temptation is there, but I guess um, maybe because you know you're you're working on your journey of involvement. Yes, you didn't feel good about yourself, and that's the other thing is we don't feel good about ourselves when we go no. into the dirt. No, we don't. No. And you actually helped me. I remember because I was like, well, I did a wrong, so how do I right this wrong? And um, you gave me some really good. Uh, advice and you said you know what why don't you write her on Facebook and this is actually very interesting um, you asked me to write her and, and we wrote a very we wrote, we wrote like we wrote some words together yes we wrote some words you really helped me word it properly because mine was really aggressive I was still yeah. writing it aggressive well you still wanted to show her the error of her ways yes which is not an apology no and I asked you to own your part of your behavior yes. this is very interesting this part of the story Go so ahead. so I, I sent her this email and um, the funny part, the interesting part, is that she did write me back. She accepted my apology, and she did not remember what she did. Yeah, it's fascinating. That hurt me so badly. So I want to go through this a little bit. So what we did is, and you know, really to your credit, because you sent it, I helped you write it, but you sent it, is you took ownership yeah. of your behavior and said that you had a flashback and you were very triggered. Mm-hmm. And however, it doesn't justify what you did and you regret it and you're sorry and you hope she can forgive you, mm-hmm. which, you know, 
I'm glad I was there to co- like coach you through that because that's not easy to do. But I'm extremely proud of you that you were able to, you know, eat some crow, as we say. Right. Yeah. Because that's not easy to say to someone who's hurt you in life. But that people really is what involvement looks like. It's like rising above. And you pushed sent and it said, I, I made you take out any lines that said, but you did this to me. Yeah. I made you take those out mm-hmm. and just like, I shouldn't have done it. I'm sorry. I can't even justify it. There's nothing about it was the right. It's just, I had a bad memory and this is what happened. And yes, she, your, your email was so graceful that she wrote back and said, I, she said, you're a big person to have written yes, this. Yes, she did. Which, how did that feel by the that way? That felt great. That really did. That and, felt really great. And fascinatingly, and it was a test because she said, I don't remember the incident that yes. you're referring to. What are you talking about? Which, again, you were tempted to yeah. then go in into detail, the dirt. In detail, in detail, to write it. And to go into the dirt. Yes. And show her what she's done. Yeah. And we had to work through that, yeah. too. And I think that you're doing a service for many people now. Because the thing is that our human nature is not that we can't hear things if they're too rough. So you write an email to someone and say, you did this, 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 and this to me. The person just shuts down and protects themselves and makes you into the perpetrator. That's the dance again. However, if you can do it in a graceful way, it gives the person pause to think about their behavior. Because you behaved in such an exemplary way. Yes. She had no choice but to wonder about her own Mm -hmm. behavior. And I did have the impression from her email that she was wondering about what she could have done that made you feel so bad. Yeah, which I found very fascinating because I here I'm holding this this grudge, let's just say, for like eight, ten years, and um, and this, this this girl doesn't even know what she's done, and it kind of makes me think like, and I want to ask you this, Sandra, because we hear this all the time. These words, I think it's three words. Let me just say, yes, let it go. Three words, let it go. Uh, we hear those three words a lot. Like, okay, you you've been bullied, let it go. Sandra, how do you let it go? It sounds easier said than done. Yeah. Well, it is easier said than done. That is true, Rob. Um, um, so I'm going to ask you and everybody else to hold on a minute. Don't go away. We're going to take a short break, and we'll be back with Straight Talk with Sandra Isha, and we'll talk about those three magical words, let it go. Okay. We'll be right back. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Change your life forever with the latest cutting-edge products for home study treatment for anxiety, featuring the clinical director of the Montreal Center for Anxiety and Depression and host of Straight Talk, Sandra Reich. Sandra is joined by top therapist Georgia Dow in this revolutionary anxiety videos therapy series. Thousands of people have benefited from this scientifically proven treatment approach. Isn't it time you chose yourself? Visit anxiety-videos.com right now. That's anxiety-videos.com and change your life forever. Spa Munari is a full-service wellness day spa located at the heart of West Island, Quebec. Submerge yourself in beauty with one of our many treatments, specially catered to your needs. We offer facials, manicures, pedicures, hair removal, massages, body treatments, and so much more. Enjoy our ultimate relaxation experience with our spa packages. We offer a men's menu as well. Call us today to book your next appointment at 514-695-5040 or visit us on the web at spamunari.com. That's 514-695-5040 or spamunari.com. 
Join the therapist who is affectionately known as the couple whisperer, Sandra Reich, on her famous couple retreats and change your life forever. Sandra offers couple retreats in beautiful locations several times a year that can radically change your love life. Couples describe her retreats as life-changing. Regain that loving feeling. Bring your intimacy to a new level and rediscover excitement and joy. Find out more at HelpForAnxietyDepression.com or call 514-796-4357. We all want love and safety. Now you can have it. Call 514-796-4357 or HelpForAnxietyDepression.com. Your life, your health, your network. This is Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. To connect with the program today, please call 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to info at helpforanxietydepression.com. Now, back to Straight Talk. Here's Sandra Reich. So we're back with this very serious topic today, and it is really quite serious because bullying goes on all the time. And this one isn't on a show about your child being bullied. It's really about as you become an adult, how it plays out in your, your life and how long do you hold on to it for? So Robert, you asked before the break, how do you let it go? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I think that we always have to remember that forgiveness is never about the other person. It's for you. So you're, you're bully. You were, you know, you, you're not okay with what she did. It was not okay. No. So I am not in the business of telling people that it was okay that people bullied them. Okay. But if I ask you, how could have you acted like that in that store? Like what came over you? How could you act like that? What would you tell me? Wow. I would tell you anger and you know the inner victim came out okay and i know you to be a really kind person yeah and yet you have this this blood stain story in your life so if you could slip like that surely we can understand how other people slip like that and that's part of the letting it go is as humans we do sometimes things that are really not great Mm-hmm. and we're not proud of and I don't condone bullying at all but you have to wonder that if kids or adults become bullies were they not bullied themselves much like what happened just now with you mm-hmm. you were bullied and all of a sudden in that store you became the bully oh yes For which sure. one feels better by the way the bully or the victim hmm oh, tough question God. I'm gonna say as having both roles um I'm going to say they both feel quite rotten. Okay. They both do. So we want to get away from the dance. We don't want to be a bully and we don't want to be a victim. Okay. We don't don't want to do that, but we can see how victims fall into victimization and we can see how bullies find themselves in rage and in fear going back to the bully. You can see how that could happen because it happened to you. So Robert, tell me, why did you want to come on the show and talk about this? No, I actually, the reason I want to talk about this is that um, I really don't think it's it's what anybody wants to do is to get into the dirt. I don't think anybody wants to uh, become a bully. I don't think anyone wants to be a victim, but I definitely don't think that the way to handle being a victim or being bullied is to become a bully. 
And I want people to evolve and grow and learn. And I had the privilege to have someone like you to tell me, you know, this is a better way to handle it. This is a cleaner way to handle it. This is a non-smoky way to handle it. And, you know, you always say if you go into a smoky room, you get cancer. Mm. You know, if you go into the dirt, you get dirty. Yes. So my, my reason for being on this show is to tell everybody that, you know what? Stay out of a smoky room. Stay out of a mud pile. Stay clean. Stay true to yourself. Live your best life. Reach for the stars. And it might be hard to do when you're confronted with a bully the way I was to not lose it. But I will tell you, it feels so much better to be clean than to be dirty. So on that note, Rob, when you sent that email and she asked about what was the incident, and I don't remember what we responded to that, but we basically didn't get into a lot no. of details. And we gave her, in a way, we we didn't rehash it. How did that feel to you? Because you asked about letting go. That, to me, is letting go. How did that feel? And before you even said that, I was going to say that felt like letting go. Yes. That did feel like letting go. And did that feel like freedom? It absolutely feels like freedom because when I sent that email, and even though it wasn't that Facebook message, and even though it wasn't um, in detail, and I sent it, I felt like it was over. I felt free. Oh, I felt free. And I have no anger towards this person anymore. I don't know if they're listening to the show, but I don't have any anger. And it's not because they ever apologized to me. I want to be clear to all your viewers. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. Listeners, yes. All the listeners, excuse me. And people who watch us on Facebook, oh, usually. That's true. And we're doing a, we're doing a, we should say that. We're doing a post-show discussion on yes, Facebook Yes, we are doing a post-show discussion. Yeah. I do want to say I did not get an apology from this person when I did tell them I was hurt. And I did tell them a little bit about what happened. But you know what? I didn't need the apology. I was able to let it go because I let it go. I didn't need the other person to free me. I freed myself. So Wow, I love that. So you freed yourself with empowerment. Yes. With not getting into the dirt. So the victim bully dance, the whole point of the show, why I wanted to do it with you, is because victims do become bullies. Okay, because bullies were often victimized. And if we don't stop the dance at some point, it's just going to keep going. You're just going to get victimized over and over again Mm -hmm. or become a bully. Mm -hmm. And we don't need more bullies in the world and we don't need more victims in the world either. So the empowerment came from you took your power when you wrote that email. You took your power back. Okay, because you didn't look pathetic and you didn't look mean. No, I took my power back and I did it cleanly. I thought I took my power back at the grocery store, but in reality, what I took was my freedom. I did not take my power. I took everything about, I took, it was not good. I took, I got dirty. I got smoky. I got in the, I got in the dirt and now I took my power back. Now I did things cleanly, non-smoky, smoke-free zone. And now I feel great. And I will never, ever, ever ever uh, carry myself the way I did that day because I now know better and that's what I hope everybody on this show right now learns is that there are better ways to get closure there are better ways Mm. than to become a bully trust me I was sitting in a car crying my eyes out there are better ways well said and you know I'm not gonna lie to you for my bullies I haven't run into them But I have had, over the years, many times fantasies. I'm not proud, but it's true. Fantasies of, as you just had, like a revenge moment. But I also know that what you say is so true, and I know I wouldn't do it, 
because I know that just actually puts me on the same level of what happened to me and that how does the world ever evolve and you know the straight talk listeners and you and me the goal is to try to live our very best life that's what this show is all about Mm -hmm. and I'm really proud of you and I want to say that publicly I'm really proud of you you had a really dark moment there Mm -hmm. I'm very flattered that you told me about it and you allowed at that time for us to do a little therapy on you and you now you've allowed us to do it publicly on therapy thursday it's a really really great gift that you're giving to other people who could find themselves in this situation thank you thank you sandra for you know using your show as a platform for therapy to help people who may be going through a very similar dilemma or they might it might happen to them and they don't know how to react then maybe they'll think twice before getting into the dirt yeah, well said. So we're starting to get to the end of Straight Talk today, but I do want to mention something that's on my mind very importantly that's coming up uh, that I'm really excited about. So I want our Straight Talk listeners to hear about it. So I'm going to be speaking at a really fabulous charity event here in Montreal, and it's on October 21st, sorry, October 23rd is Sunday, and it's to raise money for lymphoma. And I do think that's a very important cause. Talk about empowering the world. That's wow. an important cause. Yes. I want to mention to listeners that Robert will be there. So you can come say hi to Robert. Therapy Thursday, Robert. Therapy Thursday. And I'll be there. I'm actually a keynote speaker there. I'm going to be speaking about living a purposeful life. You've heard that talk before. Oh, it's a wonderful talk. Yep. And I really want to beg really literally almost beg, um, well, beg's not quite the word, encourage people to come support this cause and come say hi to us. Um, It is an important cause. Lymphoma is a serious, serious um, disease. And if we can help raise money, I'm very happy to be a part of it. I'm getting up early in the morning that day. Most of you who know me, I'm not a morning person. I will be there. So if you want to find out more about this fabulous event, and there's going to be all sorts of celebrities there and yoga and all sorts of amazing things, like you get prizes and stuff a lot of fun a lot of fun so go to the website www.takeittothematmontreal.ca again that's www.takeittothematmontreal.ca there's going to be a lot of local celebrities yoga yours yours truly speaking lots of fun and of course helping a very important cause Um, if you have questions about it and you you want to find out more, please call us about that or anything else about the clinic, about the retreats, anything at 514-777-4530 to find out more about take it to the mat Montreal.ca uh, fabulous event coming up on October 23rd. So that's all the time we have today. Uh, before we sign off, I'd like to thank Robert. Thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, thank you again for having me, Sandra. Wonderful as always. Um, I'd like to again, thank Spominary for helping make this show possible. And most importantly, I'd like to thank our listeners from all over the world. It's amazing for listening to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. And I'd like to invite you all to come back next week. If you're interested in our couple retreats, our women's retreats, therapy, coaching, or other media that was mentioned on the show or previous shows, check out help for, sorry, www.helpforanxietydepression.com. Again, that's www.helpforanxietydepression.com. Also, don't forget to check out uh, straighttalksandareesh.com slash radio gifts to get free gifts from the show just for you. 
And join us on our Facebook page, Straight Talk Sandra Reich. Feel free to leave a question for me or any of my guests. And by the way, remember to like us while you're there. Know that you can hear this and any prior show as a podcast on my website, on the podcast app of your iPhone, on iTunes, under Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. Drop me a comment or a question anytime at info at helpforanxietydepression.com. If you're a professional and you're looking for continuing education or a speaker, on anxiety, depression, emotional intelligence, compassion, fatigue, or living a purposeful life. Remember, I'm your source for evidence-based practice and education on the web and sometimes in your city. So I'm Sandra Reich, and I promise I'll help you learn to live your best life again next Thursday, same time, same channel. In the meanwhile, this is Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. Keep your eyes on the stars. Thank you for listening to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. We hope you've enjoyed today's show and will tune in again next Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Now, go live your best life. <laughs>